welcome to today's episode of the Outlook by Brooke. So let's kind of take a little dig into some very interesting things that are going on. Jack Dorsey had posted April 1st is going to be interesting. And I've seen a lot of things about like the Jewish New Year, about um, possible Nassar Jassara, the implementation of the QFS, all kind of around the first week of April. Um, now, keep in mind, these are just hearsay. Nothing that I am explaining about this is for sure set in stone or public knowledge or anything like that. Just hearsay. So, what does April 1st hold? You know, um, being that Jack Dorsey did post this, it definitely kind of raises a little red flag in my mind. Um but we will see. Um, another thing that happened was Senator Rand Paul's staffer was stabbed multiple times during the day, like broad daylight. Um, and an arrest has been made, but they didn't really give a, an answer of how that staffer was doing. And it seems to me that there's probably more to the story. Is this a deep state white hat type of thing going on, Um, what was that staffer's job, how severe were the wounds, what was the intent behind it, Um, there's definitely more to that story, so that is a little nugget that we're going to keep in our pocket for later, Um, and then um, I wanted to to remind you guys of a cue drop that... um, seems more relevant now than ever. When these Q drops came out, it was very much um, not peaceful, but not chaotic like it is right now in Israel. And of course, uh, they're trying to pass legislation in Israel for people to not be able to celebrate and share the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And people are protesting, and they are upset, and they are not standing for it. And QDROP 916 does say we're saving for we're saving Israel for last. Very specific reason not mentioned a single time. Q. So it seems more relevant now than ever. But we will just have to see how this unfolds that they are, quote-unquote, saving Israel for last. Now, keep in mind that the QAG um, countdown was set to end on March 30th. And since then, I don't know what has happened with the actual QAG website. But it's not showing up like normal whatsoever. Um, And I was kind of excited to watch, you know, the countdown every single day. But it's almost as if it does not exist anymore. So, very interested to see how that will um, kind of come across, you know. The Trump rally in Waco, I will be honest with you guys, I didn't get to watch the entire thing. But what I did notice right off the bat was as President Trump was coming down, you know, off of his his Trump Force One, you know, they had a line of flags. And 
all of them had the eagle on the top of the flag pole. And so I was doing a little research just to be sure that what I knew was what I knew. And in my research, this is what I found. It says, per Section 8 of Army Regulations 804-1, Army organizations are restricted to the use to use of four finials, I guess is how you pronounce that, on their installation. The eagle for the presidential flag staffs, the spearhead for the Army flags, and the acorn for markers, and the ball for both outdoor and wall-mounted advertising flags, the U.S. flag that is being installed flies. Anyways, I say this to say that there was a, there was eagles on every single one of those, um, on the top of every single flagpole. And they were eagles, which is for the presidential flag staff. So, definitely, um, kind of telling there. You know, there's small details that people just don't really pay attention, like, uh, the last rally that he did before Waco, they had 17 flags. 17 Q, maybe, possibly. Um, and then there's a couple other things that I would like to get into. I've been thinking a lot on Tucker Carlson, and um, we had had the conversation before about how he had personal text messages about how much he did not like Trump. And I've been meditating on this, kind of thinking about it, trying to process it. And I do remember in the past people saying, like, that certain people are white hat controlled that are originally deep state to get certain things across to the public. And so it's my personal belief that that is probably what's going on with Tucker Carlson. If he did not like President Trump and what he stands for, then why would he be exposing all of the evil and the horrible mainstream narrative on a lot of topics? You know, I definitely am thinking that he probably does have to cooperate with the White Hats and he is being used for a good purpose. You know, whether or not he loves President Trump, um, is irrelevant as long as he is spreading more truth to the U.S. citizens. And last but not least, I would like to really get into this um, school shooting incident. So, first off, I'd like to say how ridiculous it was that our president wanted to speak on the topic, and he starts off by saying... Um, Something along the lines of, I'm uh, Dr. Jill Biden's husband, and uh, I like ice cream, and uh, what the heck? What the actual heck? I don't know that any of that very first sentence was relevant. However, for people who are fear-driven by this topic of school shootings and um, locally impacted or emotionally impacted, it was almost, like, disrespectful for that to be the way that he handled the situation. 
Secondarily, um, I know that they're always pushing for uh, weapons bans, assault weapons bans, and gun control is, is a whole other topic, you know, if we really want to get into it. Bad guys are always going to have the guns. There's guns every day that go missing, that are reported stolen. They're always going to be on the black market. They're always going to be in the wrong hands. Even if the government were to confiscate guns, theoretically speaking, I guarantee you the bad guys will still have them. We need them to protect ourselves, and it is our right to bear arms. Constitutional. With that being said, they are now saying, you know, we need an assault weapons ban. And if for any second you thought, hey, maybe that's a good idea. I want you to just do an ounce of research what these politically elites do to children. There is no way that they're really concerned about children's safety. It's not about protecting the kids because they're the one harming kids. It is 100% they want to have control over the people by chipping away at our freedoms. And I don't know about you, but I live in the land of the free, or that's the narrative that I've been sold my entire life. And I don't think socialism is going to go over well here. I don't think confiscating guns is going to go over well here. But I do want to say all that to say this, guys. I think it's very important for you guys to remember what can happen if our constitutional rights are taken. And why were these constitutional rights so important that they were all listed by our founding fathers. What did our founding fathers go through that they said, you know what, these rules need to always apply to keep this nation safe, to keep its people safe, to not be under tyrannical rule. There was thought, there was experiences, there was very special intentions for our constitutional rights. And I do think that it's something that a lot of people could brush up on, and I'm not saying that I know every single amendment just perfectly, but I think it's really important that we know our freedoms, we stand for our freedoms, and that we abide by the Constitution day and night, every single day, every single night, and not give up our freedoms that our founding fathers fought so hard for. Now, as always, you guys can follow me on Truth Social and Instagram.